The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Bird on Bears fans, Breeze Nation, what's good? It's your boy, Path the Designer, back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us as always, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. The Chicago Bears got some news over the last 24 hours that put this team in such a better position heading into training camp. You gotta love what we're doing. The Bears have reportedly signed Riley Reef. Now, of course, he's still got to go through uh, uh, um, physicals and things like that for the deal to get finalized and stuff like that. But you have to like what Ryan Poles is doing with this offensive line. Signing Michael Schofield yesterday, you got Riley Reef today. You've got two offensive players, both that can play tackle. In the building now, I, I expect Michael Schofield to play more guard for the Bears, but we're going to see. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, by the way. Uh, who we got in here? Baki in the chat. What's going on with you, my boy? Brian in the chat. What's going on? Jacob Hone in the chat. What's happening? Dave, uh, Dantavius in the chat. What's happening with you, my boy? Mike Fife in the building. What's good? What's good? What's good? Shout out to y'all, man. If y'all haven't done so, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. We do talk to you Chicago sports daily. Let's get into it, man, because we got a lot to get into today. I wasn't even expecting to go live. I got a pre-recorded show loaded for y'all. I'm going to just drop it tomorrow. I wasn't expecting to go live, so y'all going to get this show tomorrow. Might be a little bit... Eh, I mean, it's not really too much outdated information. It's just me and kid running our mouths. But let's get into some of the topics on the table, man. Um, and the question that that should be, it is it pinned at the top? I don't know if it's pinned at the top. Let me see again. Hold up. It should be pinned at the top if y'all see it. Um, maybe not. Hmm, weird. But there should be a poll up there. Has Ryan Pace done enough? Has Ryan Pace done enough to fix this offensive line. We've questioned him all offseason on what he's done with this line. He brought Lucas Patrick in. But we were riding with these rookies. He saw what he needed to see in OTAs. He saw what he needed to see going into the uh, uh, in, in a lot of these offseason programs. And he said, you know what? We're going to need some vets in the building. You know what? We're going to need some better players in the building. Dang it, I said pace, didn't I? Shut up. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Polls, polls, polls. Has Ryan Poles done enough to at least make you feel good about this offensive line heading into the season? For me, I felt good about what he was building on the offensive side of the ball Anyway, because I saw how this team was going to play the game. They told you, we're going to be run heavy. We're going to be a run heavy offense. Don't expect nothing crazy. We're going to give David Montgomery this ball as much as possible and Khalil Herbert. But now you're talking about in 24 hours, this offensive line. has gone from, I would say, what I was expecting to be an okay run offensive line, maybe a little having some issues in the past, pro. But we saw these guys be pretty good running the football last season when they did run. 
And in 24 hours, you went out and you got two guys that can not only help you with the run game, but in the pass pro, and you went out and got two veterans. For me, I look at this and I say, yeah, Ryan Pace has done what I asked him to do coming into this season. Protect Justin Fields. And I know we thought we thought that he he didn't do it enough in the draft. He didn't do it enough. And that's why I say these things, right? Like it takes time to build this thing out. It takes time to build this team out. And I have a completely, like, I get it, right? Like, what we were looking at wasn't it. But you also have to look at it as, hey. The offseason's still going on. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot that goes into this. And for me, I I look at Ryan Poles. I I know I said pace again. Shut up. (laughs) I look at Ryan Poles as a guy. That's okay taking his time building this out. Because he's going to do it in the way that he's going to do it. Because the way that the Bears have done it and the way that Bears fans have wanted it done and all these different things don't work. What did Paul say when he got here? If you're not going to let me do my job, let me get back on the plane. He's doing his job. I respect the job that he's done. I would say this offseason has been a success. Is your football team going to be the most dominant football team next season? Probably not, but that takes time. But you know how you get to the point where you're one of those dominant football teams? You figure out if your quarterback's a good player. How do you figure out if your quarterback's a good player? Well, we keep him off his butt. That's how you find out if your quarterback can play football or not. You keep him off his butt. You work to his strengths. Me and Kid talk about it on the show where where uh, uh, um, that I'll end up dropping tomorrow now because I'm going live today. But that when Bears team last season, everything the Bears did well, Matt Nagy didn't do. Justin Fields had a one, what was it, 146 QBR with a moving pocket. Did it 20-something times, 25 times, I believe. Khalil Herbert's one of the only running backs to run over 100 yards last season on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We don't run the ball anymore. You work to your team's strengths, and you strengthen those strengths. Ryan Poles has strengthened this Chicago Bears' strengths this season. And now you can figure out, hey, is our quarterback a good player? Is our quarterback figuring out what we're teaching him? Because no matter what you teach him, he's not going to get the implemented if he's laying on his back. So I love it. I love it, man. I love what we're seeing here early on. Um, I, I I love the fact that these drastic changes just came. And he realizes it, right? And listen, it's a lot about how I say it with Billy Donovan and AK. I'm going to let you prove to me that I need to go get some help. 
Yes, of course, you talk about breeding competition and and you want to make these guys better. But here's also another thing you have to look at when you're talking about this offensive line. I didn't want to run out there with rookies or second-year players this year. You shouldn't have either because you didn't see enough from these guys last year to say, no, they'll keep them alive. I was cringing on that all offseason. Why are we running out here with Tevin Jenkins? He hasn't shown us anything. Now, not only do you got – now, Riley Reef allowed a few more sacks last year. Right? Riley Reef, I believe, allowed four sacks last season. Um, when you When you start to break it down and look at his numbers, right? But another low penalty guy. Another guy that's not going to put the Bears offense in situations where they're going the wrong direction more times than not because of him standing up too quickly. A very disciplined guy. Michael Schofield, same thing. How many times last season? Again, improving on what the Bears, in this situation, improving on the Bears' weaknesses. How many times last season did we see Justin Fields get a nice drive going and then it starts going the wrong way? Because somebody decided to stand up. Somebody flinched too early. Somebody moved too early. And how do you build these good players? How do you continue to put out these good players on that side of the ball? We see teams do this all the time. How do teams continue their reign of dominance? How do they do it? You get veteran pieces in there that are good. The veteran pieces teach the younger guys. If nothing else, Riley Reef and Michael Schofield can absolutely show Larry Borum and Luke and uh, uh, Tevin Jenkins what they need to be doing to be in that starting position, or even just be nice depth pieces. Now, I do I do think that uh, Michael Schofield for sure is your starter. I think Riley Reef could be a starter in this situation unless Tevin Jenkins comes into training camp and blows you away. Um, but but I mean literally, Ryan Poles is addressing the issues on the offensive side of the ball first. As Bears fans, we should be happy about that because there's not enough people that have focused on the offensive side of the ball first. Ryan Pohl said coming into this, his priority was keeping Justin Fields alive. He's proven that. He's proven that. Now, here's another question that's on the table. And shout out to you guys for pulling up. We got 96 in the building right now. Let's get this mug over 100. 93 in the building. Hit that like button. Only 20 likes. Let's go. I'm hyped right now. Bears football is back, baby. I'm hyped. Let's go. Do you like that the Bears, as it seems currently, and things could change, but as it seems currently, are choosing offense over defense? Honestly, do you like it, right? Honestly. And think about it, right? Robert Quinn, now he's in the building. He did report, and there's reports that he's in the building. He'll be participating in training camp. 
But you had Robert Quinn possibly not participating at the time. You've got Roquan Smith, who could not be participating in training camp due to a contract situation. Jaquan Brisker was a holdout for a little while due to a contract issue. All the while, Ryan Poles was looking at the offensive side of the ball saying, hey, listen, I, let's do this. Let's get this done. Uh, let's make this happen because we got to keep him okay. He's got to be okay. Justin Fields has to be upright. We've got to give him a chance. Do you like that they're actually focusing on the offensive side of the ball more than the defense? And I get it, right? The draft picks this year were a couple of defensive guys. You got it. They're still rookies. Best defensive player you brought in probably is Justin Jones. Do you like that there could be a disgruntlement created between Roquan Smith and the front office because he's focused on keeping Justin Fields upright right now? And they didn't talk much on the contract. The, 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 the Bears reporters were trying to ask them all these questions on the contract situation, and Ryan Poles was just like, nah, bro, I'm not giving you nothing. But there's a lot to be said on that. We haven't seen guys do that. We haven't had a GM that did that, prioritized the offensive side of the ball. All they did was go get quarterbacks. They never protected them. Justin's here. Whether he's going to be great or not, guess what? It seems like Ryan Poles is going to give him the opportunity to show us that. Ryan Pace, I mean Pace this time, drafted Mitch Trubisky and then didn't put anybody in front of him to help him out. Kid was running for his life for four years. It's different. It's not what we're used to. It's not what we see. We don't see GMs focus on, or yeah, GM. We don't see GMs focus on the offensive side of the football in the Chicago Bears organization. And this is why, and and this is why you kind of got to let things play out as well, right? How many people were killing them for going defense? We needed linemen. Now, the receiver room might still be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we'll see. Maybe Valus Jones is a superstar. But we need an offensive lineman. What's he doing? This guy's messing up already. Goes out, gets a couple of vets. I like the move. Because it puts Justin in a position to be successful right away. The worst thing that you could ha could have had coming into this season was Justin Fields standing behind an offensive line that also needed some development. And I'm not saying that all of a sudden I believe that this offensive line is going to be dominant and they're going to be great and this is going to be perfect right off the bat day one play one this is going to work and they're not they're just they're going to be Justin's going to stand back there and be able to sip a cup of coffee. But I'll tell you what I got guys that with proven success in the NFL already in front of my quarterback. 
Ryan Poles prioritized putting guys with proven success in front of his quarterback over making guys feel good. They could have offered Roquan the deal. They could have backloaded it. And they still can. They still can do some different things. But they could have backloaded that deal, right? We'll give you this much this year going into or we'll give you this much and then we'll 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 finish all this out, right? They could have done that. Now nah, let's spend this money. Let's get Justin protection. Prioritizing offense over defense. It's easy to say until you start seeing people get up, get pissed off. It's easy to say until you start seeing your favorite players not in the building anymore, right? Prioritizing offense over defense. How do you do that? We got to open some money up. What's that mean? We got to trade Khalil Mack. Huh? You want to do what? You want to, huh? Prioritizing offense over defense. How many people were pissed about that? How many people couldn't believe Khalil Mack wasn't on the team anymore? How many people couldn't believe that the Chicago Bears would move a dominant defensive player? And I said, hey, I don't care if you I, – I, I hate to see him go. I loved Mack. But you got to get some guys in front of, of Justin if you're going to do that. prioritizing offense over defense. I'm not mad at it. Shout out to y'all, man. Let me look at some of these questions. Um, Jacob Pone, the Don says, hey, Pat, you know how the OG in the household be like, you don't get rewarded for what you're supposed to do. In this sense, it's long overdue. I'm giving polls all his flowers. Yeah, 100%, bro. 100%. Now, granted, right, it is what you're supposed to do. This is what we expected of him. It's why people were so upset in the beginning. I understood the outrage. My only thing was, I don't know if I'm, you've got to tell me that you've seen a lot from these rookies to feel like you're rolling into the uh, 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 um, start of this season with them. And clearly they didn't, right? And we saw that in train in OTAs and stuff like that. Listen, all, the, all these guys, I'll say it again. Uh, uh, Coach Flew said that we're moving guys up and down all the time. Everybody's going to get a shot on the first team. Everybody's going to get a shot on the second team. It's how I run it. But the only person I saw go to the second team was Tevin Jenkins, which tells me there's some question marks. Which tells me there's some concerns. Which tells me, and based on the signings we've now seen, they don't believe that he's going to be the one that's going to keep Justin Fields upright by himself. And with the offensive line that you were preparing to run out there, you were getting ready to put him out there by himself. Who was going to be standing next to him? Sam Mustafer? The dude that was uh, Sam Mustafer would be laying on his back before Justin would be laying on his back.
James Ramirez says the Bears have never invested on the offensive side, a player here or there, a halfback here and there, but never addressed the O-line or QB. We want to ring in 85. It was about defense and sweetness. That offensive line wasn't bad in 85, though, either. Like The one time we had an offensive line, we won a Super Bowl. Crazy how that happens, right? Crazy how that happens. Crazy how somebody could look at that and say, oh, the formula to winning is in the trenches. And that's why I was so excited when we got Ryan Poles in here because you had an offensive line that knew what it took to win football games. Whether he was in that mug or not, he understands, hey, guess what? Um, If you don't keep that dude standing up, you're not going to win many games. If you don't open up holes for your running back to get through, unless he's Adrian Peterson or Derrick Henry, you're not going to win any game, many games. Unless you've got the reincarnation of sweetness back there, you're not going to win many games. Choosing offense over defense for once. I love it. Raging says Tevin is still the best right tackle on the team. He's just not completely over the surgery yet. I mean, the surgery, he's played after the surgery. He played football after the surgery. He's had an offseason after the surgery. He's had OTAs. He's had training camp after the surgery. I get it's a back. I get it takes time. But I'll tell you this right now. There, there's Even if he is good, it's a back. Even if he is good, it's a back. This guy's in a car accident 40 times a game. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that you can't run in there having him be your only offensive lineman. that you have at that position and feel confident that he's going to be there all season to protect Justin Fields. When the pads are on, you'll see Tevin's game. I hope Tevin's good. And I think Tevin's talented. It's not, a, it's not a slight against Tevin Jenkins. But the answer of, and, and the back didn't come into play when they were talking about dropping him down. What did he say? We're doing this with everybody. They didn't do it with Larry Borum. They didn't do it with Dakota Dozier when he was out there. Those are guys Tevin's supposed to be better than. So there's definitely some concern in the building, whether it's the back or whether it's him out there. And guess what? You went and got your starting depth. You went and got guys that are going to be able to come in and have, have that experience right away. Whether you think it's going to benefit Tevin or not, I'm here for. It. Because I'm going to be real with you, the five dudes standing up front, I don't care what combination it is, they better keep that kid off his back. That's what it's about.
At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. No matter what the combination of guys is. It could be me out there. Better keep that kid off his back. If It's not going to be me out there. Don't worry about it. So I thought that was interesting, man. I thought that was a good start to the press conference, hearing that they'd went out and gotten a couple of veteran offensive linemen, right? And listen, that doesn't mean Riley Reef is or or Michael Michael Schofield probably will. He'll be right guard more than likely. But it doesn't mean that Riley Reef and uh and, and those guys are gonna be guaranteed starters on this team. Tevin might come out and show you that no, no, he's that dude. He's got that dog in him. He's dominating. He's killing these dudes. That's what that's what training camp is for. And the best part about this year for me, there's no attachment to these mugs. You don't have this attachment of, well, that's my guy. I got to play him. No, they're going to put the best player to protect Justin in front of Justin. You're not going to sit here and play favorites, play the politic game. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited about what the Bears have coming now, especially knowing what their game plan is. A run-heavy team? A team that's going to just, hey, listen, we're going to move this pocket. We're going to get these screens out. We're going we're, we're to hand David the ball. We're going to get Justin involved where we can. I love that. You're not forcing your young guys to be the best players on the team. You're allowing them to show you that they will become the best player on this team. You're allowing them to show you what they can do when they get on the field. But it's not, we are needing that. No matter, like, like that, that's the biggest problem that we've had. Like, if, if. Tevin Jenkins not being successful last year or not being healthy last year immediately affected what the Chicago Bears wanted to do. Because you were relying on him play one no matter what. First game, we felt that we didn't have a good offensive line. Now. And, and with these two signings, right, you almost forget Cody Whitehair is a pretty good guard. If I'm not mistaken, a Pro Bowl guard. So you're running out there with Riley Reef, Lucas Patrick, Michael Schofield, Cody Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins. That's how it should be. <laughs> a rookie here and there. That's how it should be. Shouldn't be littered with like, I hope this guy can play football this season. And that's what we've had consistently. We've always played the hope game. Now, Ryan Poles ain't playing the hope game. He's playing to get me dudes that know what they're doing. I love that. Some other news that we got from the Bears, man, that I thought was intriguing. By the way, hit that like button, subscribe to the page if you guys have not done so. Um... 
Robert Quinn, like I said, is reporting. That's big for the Chicago Bears defensive line if he plans on being here this season. Uh, Ryan Poles has said he has not heard any indication that Robert Quinn wants to leave the Chicago Bears, which is hilarious to me, right? Like, all of a sudden, all this news came out this offseason, right? And remember here, I wasn't, I wasn't buying it. I wasn't doubling down on it. I was saying that there's a question mark on whether he wants to be here, but... Robert Quinn told us he wanted to be on the Bears. I love it when, like, what the player actually says is not true. Like, no matter what the media puts out or any of that, right? Like, like it's like, no, this is what I want to do. Oh, that he's not, he doesn't mean that. But he's the dude that said it, and he's the dude we're talking about. So the fact that Robert Quinn is here at training camp, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table, especially uh, um, opposite of Trevis Gibson. They had some good chemistry last season, and now you've got Justin Jones in the middle. I'm hoping that we're able to get some good push up the middle. And, and I'll be honest with you, right? They are, again, the trenches. No matter what, what side of the ball you're on, the trenches. They are the most important part of this team because they make everybody's life behind them easier. And you got some young dudes behind them. While, yes, you do have Jalen Johnson, while you do have uh, uh, Roquan Smith eventually, I think Roquan will be there. While you do have Eddie Jackson, which is, uh, hopefully he plays better. Boy, you do have those guys in place. Opposite those guys, you've got Jaquan Brisker. Opposite those guys, you've got Kyler Gordon. And what we see last season, right? Jalen Johnson, I, I think Jalen Johnson is a pretty good cornerback, but I actually don't know. When they threw it to him, he did a good job knocking balls away, wrapping up, and bringing guys down, stuff like that, right? But I honestly don't know because they literally made the decision last season to say, hey, we don't need to go your way because this dude sucks. We don't need to look over here because you – we're going to pick you apart. And so you've got rookies that are still going to get that treatment. You've got rookies that they're going to look on the right side of the field and say, let's keep attacking that. How do you make their lives easier? You get to the quarterback. You make his life difficult. And I think we got a couple of guys on this defensive line, especially with Quinn and, uh, uh, um, I mean, Chris Tonga's there too, right? I believe Chris Tonga there. And um, Travis Gibson and Justin Jones coming up the middle. I, I like that. I like that setup. I like that look. Here's the weird part, right? With two signings, do you feel different about this Bears team? Do you feel like this Bears team can do a little bit more? Do you feel like this Bears team can win a little bit more? I'm probably still even keel on it. I had the Bears winning about eight games anyway. Seven, eight games. I'm still sitting there. I'm not too far off of that. But now I feel like there's some games you might be able to sneak in there that I didn't think you were going to win. Because you're protecting this team. You're protecting your quarterback. All the games that we were going to lose, I was like, oh, we finna get run over. Justin, don't play that day. All the games. Every, every one of the games that I looked at that I was like, the Bears are going to get dominated right here. And I'm not saying they're not going to get dominated, but my fear was like Justin was just going to get murked. 
Now I don't feel like Justin's going to get murked. He might still get touched up, but I don't feel like he's going to get murked. Raging's got three more wins with the offensive line upgrade so far. Cache says we're spending money means either these players can't can't play as good or they play good but get hurt in the first four games of the season. I don't know about that. Good Lord. Um, Ruben's dropping the lineup. He's saying left tackle, Reef. Left guard, white hair, center, Patrick, right guard, Schofield, right tackle, Tevin Jenkins as your Bears O-line starters, Bear Don. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that lineup a lot better. <laughs> I like that lineup a lot better. And I'll tell you what, uh, I like that lineup a lot better because Tevin's not playing out of position. That's the other thing that it, give Ryan Poles his credit on that. Give Coach Flus his credit on that. They looked at Tevin Jenkins and they were like, why is he playing over there? Wasn't he a right tackle in college in most of his life? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we thought about putting him over there. What, what are y'all doing? Stop doing that. <laughs> bro, I hate that about Chicago teams, bro. Well, look at a dude and be like, mm, looks like a point guard. Nah, bro, he's a shooting guard. Mm, but looks like a point guard. But he's a shooting guard. Mm, but looks like a point guard. I hate that. Same thing with the Bears. How many dudes did we move around? What was it? James, uh, uh, when James Daniels was here, James Daniels made the Pro Bowl as a, uh, as a left guard. Next season, let's make him the center. What? He just made a Pro Bowl there. Nah, but he's a center. Bro, I hate that so much. Levante, don't forget Al-Kadiq Muhammad at defensive end. No. And, and, and when I'm looking at this defensive line, right, I, I feel good about I, – I feel better about it knowing that Robert Quinn's there, right? There were some concerns on there. I, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Running out there with Muhammad and running out there with uh, Travis Gibson doesn't feel as good as running out there with Quinn and Travis Gibson. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel a lot better about this defensive line, and that inversely makes me feel better about everything in the back. And I'm not going to lie to you. I feel okay. Now, the linebacker depth is a little bit iffy, which is a, a bit of a concern there. But I feel okay about our linebackers, at least at the starting back, uh, starting position right there, right? Like, when you look at it, right, and I'm not saying this lineup is crazy great, but when I look at what the defense can be, and I'm saying the names that are on there, with Robert Quinn, I feel better about it. Quinn, Jones, Gibson. You go back, Quinn and Morrow. That's a heck of a one-two punch. Morrow's definitely a two, but guess what? I don't need him to be the one. Morrow to me reminds me of, which is ironic because he went to the Raiders and that's where he got Morrow of. Morrow to me reminds me of a more athletic, what was Buddy's name? Oh, I can't think of his name. The white dude that uh, 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 he was a linebacker. I think he was there with Roquan. But he ended up, I believe he ended up on the Raiders. And everybody was like, oh, we got to sign him. And we end up picking, um, good Lord, I can't think of nobody's name right now. Uh, I can't think of this mug's name at all. Nick. No, Nick. Yeah, Nick. 
Kwiatkowski, right? Nick Kwiatkowski. I feel like Nicholas Morrow is a more athletic version of Nick Kwiatkowski. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the chat. I ain't going to lie to you. That's why I love having the chat there. That's why I love having the chat. Hey, I don't like how he said just Nick, though. It was like, I feel like, uh, I feel like GT G Station was like, uh, Nick. And you're like, come on, you got it in you. We know you do. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Nick Kwiatkowski. I feel like he's a more athletic, more agile version of that. I feel good about at least my starting linebackers in that position. Keep going back, Jalen Johnson. Eddie Jackson's a little, I'm not going to lie, the safety part scares me a little bit. I want to know what Eddie Jackson is this season. But you feel a lot better about that defense knowing Robert Quinn's in the front. Why? Because Robert Quinn's going to get to the quarterback. Travis Gibson gets to the quarterback. And if the quarterback tries to step up in the pocket, Justin Jones does a pretty good job of getting in there as well. And you feel good about this run defense bringing Justin Jones in. Yeah, we chose Danny Trevathan over uh, Danny Trevathan over. Kwiatkowski, absolutely. So for me, right, I look at I look at the situation that the Bears are in now, and I say, listen, I never thought this team was going to be dominant. But I also look at the schedule that we're playing, and I feel better about it. With protection, can this team beat the Jets? With protection, can this team beat the Giants? With protection, can this team compete against the 49ers? Now, that one might be tough. That's still a, a great defense. With protection, I've seen a good one in the you dig, by the way. With protection, can the uh, can the, the Bears beat the toilet? <laughs> hey, somebody said that to Don Burr about Detroit. That was dead. <laughs> Can they beat the toilet? <laughs> hey, Pat, what's the strongest positional group on the team? I think you still have to say the running back position because they're the they're the two that have proven the most to you, right? Like everybody else is, is coming in based on last year's performance, the offensive line. I love these guys. I feel like it's going to be a strong core. I feel like they're going to be a strong position. Shout out uh, Danger T asked that question. I feel like they're going to be a, a, a much stronger unit with these guys on it, right? But I, I haven't seen them play together. I haven't seen them gel together. I think that there's there's still some time that, that's going to be taken on that. But you're getting these guys here at the beginning of training camp. Uh, again, everything before this, remember this, everything before this was optional. It was voluntary outside of OTAs. Everything before this was optional. So Robert Quinn didn't have to be there. All those major guys didn't have to be there yet. Or not OTAs, mandatory minicamp. I said outside of OTAs, mandatory minicamp. The O is literally, shut up, Pat. <laughs> so now you're getting these guys in at the beginning of the major part of the process. 
You're getting these guys in here at the beginning of the major part of what you want to do with this team. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Now it's about how do you piece it together? How do you put it together? How do you get this team on the field ready to go day one? I love it. I love what we're doing. I would say running back is our strongest position, though. I would say running back is our strongest position just because of the questions on everything. Um, don't know if the linebackers will play well together. Don't know if your DBs play well together. Don't know. You know, it sounds good. It looks good. But you also got to see that hitting into the season. Um, I heard Don Burr voice on a channel before. Oh, yeah. Don Burr is on every Chicago Bears thing ever, bro. If you say his name three times, he might actually pull up. Um, trying to see if anybody else asked questions now. Nah. So, um, other news. I, oh, there was something interesting, right? And this is this is another thing that I wanted to ask. The mindset of Justin Fields. Do you like it? Justin Fields said today, "I'm not worried about showing the league anything. I'm just worried about winning games. Not trying to prove myself to anybody. My job is to win games." I love that quote, but I want them to prove to people too, right? And I guess if you're winning, you can prove it to people, but I don't want a Jimmy Garoppolo here. And that's the kind of offense we're running this season. <laughs> I don't want a Jimmy Garoppolo here. Yeah, and they're like, I don't want him to end up being Jimmy G. I was a little, I, not to say I was concerned when I heard it, but it was something that I looked at and I was like, mm, I, I want to hear a little different on that one. I want to hear now I'm going to prove the world wrong. I want some of that Kobe Bryant. And I'm saying, I want the, we'll see. We'll let them know. We'll, we'll prove it to them. I, I want a little, a little bit of that. But it's also not the kind of guy Justin is, right? Justin's not going out there. And, and he talked about, right, like in his press conference, he really talked about the he said something interesting, right? And and how he phrased it, I think it, it confused everybody, but he said he loves everything about the game. He loves the winning. He loves the uh, uh, um, the the process. He loves the failure. Hmm. He loves the failure. And he clarified, he said, I don't love failing, but I love what you grow from failing. When he talked about going to the national championship, he talked about how the season before that failure changed their entire mindset heading into next season. I love that about him because you couldn't have more failure than the kid had last season. <laughs> There's no way you could have had more failure than what he had last season. He's learning from it. He's taking it. You got to love that kind of thought process, right? I, I want a little more dog. I'm not going to lie. I want, I want the like, nah, Trevor Lawrence will never be better than me. I want a little bit of that. That's just me, right? That's just me.
<laughs> Travis said, delete last year, please. Just delete it. Yeah, bro. No, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. Uh, Jermaine says, with protection, any team can beat any team if you have a QB and weapons. And that's that's really – that's a good point. Shout out Jermaine on that one, man. That's a very good point, right? Because when you think about it, all the predictions on this Chicago Bears team go out the window if Justin Fields can play. Bears are the worst team in football. Bears are Bears are awful. Oh God, the Bears are they'll they'll they're gonna win three games. They're gonna be they have no offensive weapons until Justin Fields start putting the ball in guys' hands. That changes everything. I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen, but that changes everything. That changes mindset. That changes the viewpoint. That changes what this team is projected to do and is capable of one position. And and Ryan Poles understands that, and that's why he's trying to protect that position. One position. I'll tell you this right now. If Ryan Pace drafted one position differently, he'd be our GM to this day. If Ryan Pace goes Deshaun Watson over Mitchell Trubisky, he'd be our GM right now. Because Deshaun Watson would have been able to play through a lot of the mess that came with it. One position changes everything in this league. And we can't act like it doesn't. You have to protect that position and put that position in a, in, in a position to be successful. And that's the quarterback. I give them credit. Raging says if the line is good, they got a chance to win. No line, no shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes the biggest difference. The trenches is where you win. I'm just glad we finally got somebody in the building that understands that. The trenches is where you win. It just is. There's nothing else to say about it. There's nothing else to say to it. The trenches is where you win. What we saw last year from Joe Burrow is an anomaly that I guarantee will probably never happen again. Maybe once we'll see it in the next 30 years. You don't win without an offensive line. You just don't. The trenches is where you win. Address the trenches. Was it anything in the press conference that y'all found particularly interesting? Let me know in the comments. If you haven't liked the video, also hit the like button on the video, man. Appreciate everybody for showing up. We got 165 in this, John, 59 likes. What, what from the press conference really caught your ear? What from the press conference really caught your ear? There was a few pieces for me, right? Lucas Patrick talking about how long it's going to take to jail. I thought it was interesting that he said, he's like, listen, you just kind of end up putting in the work and the work shows out. And to me, that showed me how great the timing of this is, right? Training camp is here, but you've got all the training camp to figure this thing out. 
You've got all the training camp to figure this thing out. I thought that was big for the Bears. I thought that was something that that uh, uh, um, when he was talking about that and having that veteran leadership there, having a guy, that's the biggest difference, right, as well, right? Like having a guy who's on the team already that understands what it's going to take to lead that offensive line. It's not just going out and getting Riley Reef that's big here. It's not just going out and getting Schofield that's big here, right? It's the fact that you've got Lucas Patrick in the middle that's already got an understanding of what this system is that Luke Getzey wants to run, already has an understanding of what this system is that that he, he wants to uh, uh, um, get Justin acclimated to, understands what him and Justin have to have chemistry-wise for him to be successful in this NFL, and he's already off to a start with that. That's huge for the Bears. James says, nah, let's not act like Joey B didn't have weapons around him. Fields has Monty and Moody, no one else besides that. How do we know? See, that's another thing that, like, the national media is hitting on, right? And and it's, it's weird to me. But that's another thing that the national media is hitting on. The unknown doesn't mean bad. Every one of the players in the NFL... was unknown at some point. The unknown doesn't mean bad. That's why these bold predictions, these, oh, these guys are going to be 3 and 15 and all, all of that, bro. That's unknown. Can Byron Pringle play? Based on the limited time we've seen of him, it would seem that he can. Oh, but we got to extrapolate those snaps out. If you extrapolate them out, it still seems like he could play football. Yeah, but you got to see it. So it's unknown. So that's bad. That's not bad. It's unknown. And you also have to take into account the kind of game they're running. They're not running the same offense that Joe Burrow's running. They're running an offense of what? You know what their offense is going to look like? And we've said it multiple times on this show. What San Francisco's looks like. Justin, I want you to get Bayless Jones this ball in space. Throw it to him two yards behind the offensive line, and guess what? He's going to run out, and he's going to create some plays. Oh, we need a deep shot. Byron, run. Yeah, I mean, like, this, we, we, we act like, well, I don't want to say we. The national media acts like just because there's unknown on this Bears team that no matter what, that's that means that, they're going to be bad. They're going to be mediocre, right? And now all of a sudden it's but, – but that, that same energy isn't held across the board. 
What about Jacksonville works? They're praising Jacksonville. Oh, they went out and spent money. They've got this whole thing. It's a new coaching staff down there, ain't it? It's a whole new slate of coaches in there, ain't it? Trevor Lawrence learning a whole new system, ain't he? So why does that work? Now, I don't think anybody expects anything from the Giants at this point, so they're just not talking about them. <laughs> I don't think anybody expects anything from the Giants at this point, so they're just not going to talk about it. Uh, James Martin says the only reason people say our wide receivers are bad is because they aren't high name superstar wide receivers. So they must be bad. Completely ignoring the new scheme and going off last year with Nagy. Nagy is gone. You know what? And and the the thing that they're also ignoring, well, not ignoring, right? But they they're they're basically saying, well, if he was better, he would have taken over on the offense that he was on. But these guys come from high powered offenses, bro. How was Byron Pringle going to break his way into an offense that had Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardman, and uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Like, what was the expectation there? And by the way, when they did throw him the ball, he made the plays. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Some people just play a role in an offense. Sometimes guys are just playing a role. Here, he's going to have a different role. Now, I'm not telling you Byron Pringle is going to be a 1,000-plus yard receiver. But based on what I saw of him in, in uh, uh, Kansas City, I can't say that he's going to be the worst signing of the offseason that the Bears made. Bold predictions on the unknown is weird to me, bro. Very weird to me. And I get like it's kind of like the game or the business, and there's not much to talk about this time of year. And there's just not, right? They're not going to break down baseball on every day on the show, and not at this point, especially early in the season, right? So it, it's a weird dynamic in itself, but I don't know, bro. That's that's always been weird to me. I've never gotten down with that. Like, you're, you're going to tear something down because you don't know if it's good. And then guess what? Those same dudes are going to be right on the bandwagon. The Bears have really shown us why Ryan Poles is really – you know what I mean? Like, let the Bears win three, four games in a row. I'm already knowing. I've got the Bears slated for four wins in a row. I believe it's in the month of November. I've got the Bears slated for four years in a row. I believe it's in the month of November. Hey, Don Burr, I think you got a uh, – so, Don Burr, that is you. So, there's a Don Burr 2.0 out there. I think you got a clone out here, bro. Somebody that took your page, brother. Don Burr's got fake Don Burr accounts. That's how dope Don Burr is out here. What's going on with you, man? Hey, the toilet was hilarious. I'm not going to lie to you. That was that was the funniest one uh, 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 here. Mitch had the same answer for every question. I'm throwing the football. I was like, is he a top three quarterback in his draft? Why? Um, what else? I was going to look something up. Hold on. Don Burr popped in, and I completely forgot what I was looking up. That's going to be weird on the podcast side.
I don't have too much else to get into today, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. That was it for my Bears content today. Um, just wanted to come in here. We got a bunch of content that's going to drop today. Um, what else I was going to say? So check also check out what we had yesterday. We dropped a video on Roquan, dropped a video on the signing. There was just so much stuff that came out in this press conference. I figured I might as well go live. Yeah, McSeason, I said throw some questions out. Y'all can throw some questions my way. I'm all good with some Q&A. Um, this KD's burner. Kevin Shaw's a future pro bowler. Team performs better when we're down to like this. Man, Don Burr's the biggest Bears show for sure. Uh, did anyone think the Bengals would win last year? ESPN predicted they wouldn't win five games, so who knows? Nah, nobody predicted the Bengals would win. I mean, and, and listen, when you look at it, the weird part is, right, that they just they got on such a heater at the end there. They got on such a heater at the end there, right? Like, when um, I, I I talked about it, I thought they won 13 games last year. They won 10. They went 10 and 7. They were an okay team. And then they go on a run to the Super Bowl. Don't expect that to happen again. Don't expect that to happen again. That I'll say 100%. Let some questions build up in here. If y'all want to drop some questions real quick, I got a little bit of time. Um, but also, we're going to have uh, gonna have a couple videos dropping today. Dropped, dropped five videos yesterday. I was exhausted. Um, what else did we have? Oh, uh, for the draft, we're going to be doing our fantasy draft for uh my personal league we're going to be live drafting on here for breeze members so if you're a breeze member you'll be able to see that if you're not a breeze member sign up with the breeze membership should see a join tab on the screen or uh you you can get the link for that in the description below we'll be down there breaking that or we'll be in there just having fun we're going to be drinking we're going to be kicking it yeah you know i'm saying but that's going to be for the breeze members only um 15,000. We are almost there. Also had to get it, get that in too. 15,000. We're almost there. We had 14,700 subscribers at 15,000. We're going to be giving away this Zach Levine Jersey. So make sure that you guys hit that like button and are subscribed to the page. If you're not subscribed, because we're going to be doing that as well. Let's see what some of these questions are. Here, man. Um, Who or what made you inspired to start spitting bars? Um, I don't know. I just I, I grew up playing music and rapping and stuff like that. It wasn't nobody that really inspired me. I just love music. <laughs> uh, what else we got? James Ramirez in here. If we start oh and whatever, do you think we trade players for picks and tank? <sighs> if we start Owen, I mean, I think it'll be tough for the Bears to go too far into the toilet, right? Even if they go Owen four there's games in there where you can get them back do i think you trade some of your bigger name players possibly right you might see a robert quinn get traded in that situation um but i don't know who who's there to trade really you know what i mean there's not a lot of trade value here unless you're going to trade david montgomery but there's not a lot for the bears to trade here there's not this crazy amount of trade capital on this team. Like you're talking about Roquan Smith, guys you just signed, Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. Man, like the, the really only piece you would part with there is uh is um what's that boy name? Uh uh um uh, 
Roquan or uh, Robert Quinn. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, who's your favorite undrafted free agent the Bears have? Who are some of our undrafted free agents? Like on the team currently or ever? I'm trying to think of undrafted free agents from this year that I think are going to make an impact. I don't know if we really had. I guess, I guess, wasn't Borum undrafted? Borum, I like. And no, we drafted that running back. Did we draft that running back? That running back we got at the end. I think we drafted him, though. I think we drafted him at the end of the draft. He's really good. Um, what is the type? Shout out to Levante joining up with the Bear, the Breeze super fans, man. Shout out to you, my boy. Um, what is the tight end group going to look like? What do you do? We expect Cole to play like that tight end in San Francisco last year. What is the tight end group going to look like? I mean, listen, that's going to be the, one of the more important groups, right? Because the Bears are trying to do a lot of underneath stuff. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are trying to do a lot of underneath stuff. So you're going to need Cole Komet to take another step. You're going to need Cole Komet to get you in the right position. You're going to need Cole Komet to move forward because you're going to have um, – you're going to be running the ball a lot. You're going to be doing a lot of bubble screens and, and you're going to need that tight end on those curl routes. He's going to need to have that big body there. So that tight end group is going to be important. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm going to be honest with you. Cole seemed okay in between the numbers. Cole's problem this year, last year, I mean, was catching the ball in the end zone. I don't think he caught a single touchdown. Did he catch one? He might've caught one. Cole's problem last year was catching the ball in the end zone. His problem wasn't um, catching the ball between the numbers. It was actually one of our better receivers between the numbers, which was which was interesting in itself. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, what else we got in here, man? Uh, Pat, did the Bears beat the Bengals yesterday? Last year, yeah, they did. They definitely did. Uh, does Breeze members get you a join? Get, do Breeze members get to join the fantasy league? So we are going to be doing a different. So this is a fantasy league with just me and my guys, where we're gonna get on here and act ignorant, basically. Um. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna let the breeze members in because you can't just put that out as public content. Yeah, I mean, that's gotta be it's gotta be on the low or or on the high if everybody signs up. Shout out to y'all. But um we're gonna be doing a different fantasy league just for you guys. So we're probably gonna open up like a 12 team league. There's gonna be us of the main four in there, right? Me, Ringo, AD, and Kid, and then we're gonna raffle off spots. Hopefully, I want to say hopefully next week um, for the remaining fantasy spots, and then we'll set a draft date and all of that stuff. So we're going to raffle off different spots for the Breeze Fantasy League, but it's going to be dope just to have y'all in it. The only thing for that is I would say just, just hop into Discord, um, which I believe the link's in the description below. If not, it's definitely in the community tab, and we've got a never-expiring link on that. But, yeah. Um, just hop in to hop into Discord and, and we're gonna we'll drop that's where we're gonna drop a lot of details and stuff like that. The community tab in the Discord. So be on the lookout for that. Uh most important player on the Bears besides Justin Fields this year. It's gotta be I, you you gotta be talking about Lucas Patrick, right? He's the guy that's leading that offensive line. He's the guy that's putting those guys in a position to be successful. He's the guy that is going to make the biggest difference. At the start of this, he's the guy that's got the biggest connection to Justin Fields. So for me, it's Lucas Patrick. Um, that's the most important play. Those are the two most important players on your team on the offensive side of the ball, your center and your quarterback. And you've got to get it done with both of those guys. 
Uh, Baki asks, hey, Pat, who has more to prove this year, Eddie Jackson or David Montgomery? Who's looking for a new contract? Now, Baki, you did this on purpose and whatever, um, because you already know I'm going to say Eddie Jackson. Um, David Montgomery will not be a Chicago Bear more than likely next season. But you already know I'm going to say Eddie Jackson. Because Khalil Herbert can play football, and they went out and they drafted. I think they drafted. He might have been undrafted. I, I don't remember. Did anybody say that? Um, shout out to Torian Blunt for the super chat, man. Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate anybody who drops a super chat, man. That'd be love, bro. Um, trying to see. Nobody said nothing. Yeah, now you you gotta you gotta figure out what Eddie Jackson is going to be for this team. If he should be making anywhere close to the same amount of money. Right. And you also have to look and see the, the difference is right. Eddie Jackson can be that ball hawking safety. If Jaquan Brisker turns into the strong safety for you. And if that defensive line is putting the ball up there, and I think Eddie Jack, Eddie Jackson's numbers look worse because of a lot of penalties that he didn't cause in that second season where he absolutely was picking the ball off and running the other way. I think he had two return for touchdowns and like they just took they took him off of the board because of penalties and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, um, so I'm going I'm going Eddie Jackson all day. I don't think David Montgomery is a Chicago Bear next season. I know that 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 upsets a lot of people, but uh, Bourne was fifth round. OK, I know that upsets a lot of people, but um, it is what it is. Oh, Tristan Ebner. They did say it. Uh, Ebner was a. Uh, was a a six round pick, yeah. I think I and and listen, that's your David Montgomery replacement. Khalil Herbert's gonna move up. Tristan Ebner's gonna come in. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Let me in there. Either one of them joins. I'm the best GM ever. We drafted it. Um, hey, listen, we that's that's gonna be the fantasy league is gonna be a lot of fun, bro, because it, it's gonna be. What we want to do, we're going to be bringing back, hopefully, I got to talk with him, but our hope is to bring back the fantasy whispers. We're going to still do our weekly fantasy hit, um, and we're going to try to, while we're doing that, incorporate our league into that so we'll be able to get you guys in there, get everybody talking and stuff like that. So hopefully it should be a lot of fun, man. That's our hope. Um, and we really just want to find ways to get get more in tune with y'all and have fun with y'all. Crucial Crash, what do you think about uh, the pan the plans Lori has dropped for Soldier Field Monday? Bro, I'm going to be real with you. <sighs> cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't care. I like the Bears are leaving. And so Soldier Field is going to become a concert stadium or it's going to become some college team stadium or it's going to become some. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't. The, the fire are going to play. The, I, like, how many of y'all watching the fire? How many wins the fire got? Like, it, come on, y'all. Like, I don't care. Once the Bears leave, Soldier Field is a nice place. If they fix it up. Once the Bears leave, Soldier Field is a nice place. Yeah, I mean, eh. Don't do it for me. Um, what do we got here? Not a Bears question, but do you think Saquon will reemerge this season? No, because I think that offensive line is still terrible. I'm scared for his life. Is Roquan worth $20 million a year? Absolutely. 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 I would pay Roquan $20 million a year right now. I think Roquan's actually worth more than $20 million a year, but hopefully we're able to get him at $20 million a year. 
Uh, Riley Reef will start at left tackle. Yeah, that's probably the plan there. Um, Riley Reef will be at left tackle, and you'll feel good. I, I feel good about that, right? Um, well, we know that one subscriber of yours watches the fire. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, James Ramirez, the city don't want to lose the bear money in the Chicago fire. Gonna have to play a hundred years to pay off that two billion dollar room, bro. Yeah, that's. I just. It, it, it's nice, right? Like a soldier field. It's a great place. And here's the thing. This is the interesting thing. I'll bet you the Bears still play two games there a year. I'll bet you they have some like memorial game where it goes back to soldier field. I bet you they still play like one to two games a year there. And I'm fine with that. But I'm very fine with the Bears leaving soldier field. Even if they redo it. Because my thing is right. One, how are you going to put a dome on it? Two. How are you going to get it approved to put a dome on it? Because you can't make major changes to a, la a national landmark, I don't believe, which it is. And three, where are you putting these extra? What's she talking about? It's like 20,000 extra seats. Where's that going? Where are they going? Are people going to be falling into the Like you're just throwing seats off of the top, basically. So that's weird. Like you almost have to build completely around soldier field and up while still keeping soldier field intact to where when you walk inside of soldier field the original soldier field is still inside it that's weird it was it was a weird you did bro it was a weird you did i don't know man um what else we got? What else we got? What else? We got? I think that's pretty much it, man. Hey, I'm going to hop up off of here, though, because I got to eat some food and I got a bunch of content to still record for y'all. So make sure that y'all have the notification bell on. Make sure that you are hitting that like button. And I know that YouTube doesn't always push the videos to you guys. So also make sure if you haven't subscribed yet, one, that you're subscribed, but two, that you join up in the Discord. The Discord is where I have all the video drops. You'll be able to get everything right to your phone. Um, I think you just got to have the notifications on for that. But yeah, man, if you've got, if you've got the discord cracking, man, we, I drop every single video in there and then it'll bring you over to the YouTube just so that you guys are getting notified, man. But as always, man, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. It's your boy, Pat, the designer back at it again. The bears got a lot of good things going on, man. And I love it. Y'all stay safe out there. Chicago bird on peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.